about winning Sunday and winning souls, who is that boast for? You say it's for God, right? You say it's all for God and we boast in Him. Well, not if you're trying to glorify the optics of the church to get people in the seats and for you to stand up on stage to say, we've done this. Welcome to the Confessions of a Worship Leader podcast with Brandon Dempsey. Hey, what's up, friends? Thanks so much again for following me here. Brandon Dempsey, Confessions of a Worship Leader. And um, getting back to more podcasts. And also now featuring the some of the podcasts that I do on video. So if you're watching my video, thanks so much for hanging out. And also downloading this podcast, uploading it to your site. That plays your favorite streamed recording broadcasts of various topics and glad that we can be one of them. So you're in my studio here and uh, you can't really see the setup, but all the screens are here behind the microphone uh, that way. But so I'm going to start coming to you in this format also, because um, a lot of you have been following the uh, recent posts I've been making. And I know a lot of you who listen to the podcast want more. So we're giving you more. So thanks for that. And I'm just going to be sharing with you uh, daily to weekly thoughts of uh, what I've been seeing among the internet, what I'm hearing about what other pastors are talking about, other worship leaders. And I find that a lot of this is very helpful because much of this has to do with spiritual abuse and how are we, those of us who are surviving and maybe in the trenches still in a church or still in ministry, that you need help. Uh, Those of us who have maybe have already gone through it and maybe we're no longer with that church or we're with another or some other scenario, but we're in the process of healing. So I'm, I'm wanting to spend my time with you to go over things that are helpful. One thing that um, jumped out to me that I find that is, that's helpful for me to look at was the reality of what we do on Sunday and how is that helpful? Because I believe that there is this winning type mindset that pastors have, that churches have, and it's not beneficial for us in the church or those of us who serve on staff. And alleviating that type of mindset is what's helpful. But how do we do that in this error of yeah, error, that's right, not era, of 2023. And there is this emphasis that's always been there about trying to do the best service. And for those that are in narcissistic leaderships and institutions, this is what they just don't get. They, they, they continue, this is why they continue to do the same thing over and over again, because no, they don't get it. They don't understand that this has been spiritually both abusive and destructive. And this is why so many people are leaving the church and and so many are debunking and deconstructing their own faith, their view of church, uh, theology, what have you. And I've been a part of that. So I've been asking myself a lot of questions also of why do we do what we do on a Sunday? Why is there so much emphasis on a Sunday? What is the draw? Why are we branding? And the only thing that keeps coming back to me is that, well, more people need to get into the church. Why? 
well, this is the marketing draw, and this is the purpose of what pastors and churches try to do is to do what? Raise funding or for tithing or for giving. Because, and I don't mean forgiving, although a lot of them uh, <laughs> are doing a lot of unforgivable things, but giving money to the church. There's this huge emphasis. So it's no longer about gathering the saints. It's no longer about encouraging and spurring one another on. And the, the, the point of why I do these podcasts and recordings is because of the fact that I feel that we have drifted away from our calling as being the bride of Christ, the church, and we've turned it into something different. And it's now no longer the same church that Paul preached to. It's something else. It's, but in a way, we still are that same, those same churches that Paul preached to. And I just think that there has been so many variations of what we've become that we've not seen these kind of behaviors before, but yet again, they're still relevant to the Bible because we're, we're a people of habit and nature, and we continue to repeat the same history and our same failures. So here's something that jumped out to me today that really struck a chord with me. It was an email that I got. And I'm not going to say from who it was or what it was about. It just except for the topic and some of the points that were raised. And this is among church, this is among staff, like uh, people who want to help, right? But the, um, the email said this, it, it said... It, the, basically, the topic of the email was to win Sunday, to win. And I'm reading through the rest of the email, and I'm trying to ascertain what are we trying to win. And I see these bolded topics like for, like about your um, music ministry. What can you do as a leader to make them better? It also went on to another point about how can we make them look better? How can we make them more committed? How can we make them look like they are in tune with their worship and expressing the way that they lead worship? Then it goes on to say say about your leadership and how can you make others look like you, um, replicate your leadership. Um, how can we make the church look better? And, and what struck me is that what this message is addressing is basically optics of the church. And yes, it talks about the development of leadership, but it's still rooted into the how do you reflect that leadership? <clears throat> how do you give off an image of being a credible leader? What can you do so that others will look at you like you know what you're doing. <laughs> Excuse me. And I just thought, if you have to, if you're that concerned about how you look and you need to appear like you know what you're doing, that means you really just don't know what you're doing. And neither do the churches. And so when I, when I read the email further, 
at the very bottom, then it talked about after the optics, right? Then it starts talking about, well, now we need to prioritize other critical areas like your family, having family time. Yeah, and it's like all these rockets in my mind went off like, oh, wow, okay. So it's fine that we can talk about optics, how we look, how the church looks, how we need to get butts in the seat, right, to pay for things, to pay for salaries, to make the pastor look good. While at the very, 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 very bottom, it's not a priority. It's actually a, it's actually a last priority, which is our family, ourselves. This right here, do you see this? That is the destructive behavior and nature of what we're doing in the church. We're putting ourselves, our families, our real state, a spiritual being to God last. Because all we care about is the upfront, the way the service looks, the way things need to go off, the style, the optics. And then it asks the question, it asks the question again, but what are we trying to win? I mean, really think about that. If this message that I got says to make Sunday a win, well, what's the battle? Why do we have to make Sunday win? Who are we trying to win? What are we trying to escape from? What, what are we trying? If there's a winner, who's the loser? Is the loser having a bad worship service. Now I can hear all the pastors who are in this room say, yeah, well, we just don't want to lose the people. Really? So you have to win people? I mean, I know Paul talked about being all things to all people for the hopes of saving some and winning souls. Okay, but, but see, Paul also said, don't do anything out of selfish conceit and boastfulness. So, then if you're about winning Sunday and winning souls, who is that boast for? You say it's for God, right? You say it's all for God and we boast in Him. Well, not if you're trying to glorify the optics of the church to get people in the seats and for you to stand up on stage to say, we've done this. What are you really doing? So is the battle really to have a good-looking church and service? Or is the battle really, I mean, really, the battle is other people's hurts, learning how to identify, learning how to receive and to accept, learning how to have a gracious, loving, merciful spirit where it doesn't care about who walks through your doors, but it's who is in your doors. And... Forget the church of asking people to come in. What are you doing to go out? Are you the same person at the grocery store or at the gas station or in traffic as you are in the church? When you preach about mercy and you preach about true acceptance and inclusiveness, or are you still creating the same division like you do in the parking lot, but now you just bring it to the church? What are we doing? Are we just trying to win to make ourselves look better? Or are we truly trying to let God do the winning through us? 
because there's your difference. It's not about you trying to make people to, for a win. It's about allowing God to do that winning through you. So if you want to allow God to do things through you, then God can't do it if we are standing in his way. Then there are some things that need to change. And that's the hard part that Christians don't want to do is change because it's too messy, it's too painful, and we really don't want God. It's easier to talk about God being in there, but we really don't want God in there to do the changing through us because it's too painful. Thus, you have the reverberations of spiritual abuse because when people start deflecting what's wrong, and they transfer it to others instead of looking deep within themselves, that in itself is abusive. And then this is where we have the twisting of scripture, we have the spiritual manipulation, all these things, because really what we're trying to do is we're trying to win. But really, what is the real battle and who is it for? Questions I just leave for you. Hey, if you like this content, and what I'm bringing to you, drop me, please, a comment below. Message me either on Facebook or through Instagram. I've been kidding a lot of you guys um, asking questions and wanting me to talk about this more. So thanks for that. And you may have a story that you want to share, and I will read it alone. And if you would like to discuss it further, let me know. But share your thoughts about today. Really, what is our win? What is our win? That's the question. Anyway, thanks for joining me here. I'm Brandon Dempsey. See you back here next time on Confessions of a Worship Leader. Until then, bye. You're listening to the Confessions of a Worship Leader podcast with Brandon Dempsey. Subscribe to the Confessions of a Worship Leader podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Follow Confessions of a Worship Leader on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, iTunes, and YouTube.